bi o fe tinfo la fi mo lako eye bo di odun meta ti e kun tin se ojojo se obo laorun lo bewo bi ko se tobun eyan tani ibaji lowuro ti ko boju sasa bi ko sakopo kile wure wa de iso adiye bi no ba dun obe a da oroso Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. I'm your host Bidemio Logunde. Eka bosi abala ikanun le logbon eto owe Yoruba. Orukomini Bidemio Logunde. So on this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba proverbs that describe concepts such as courage, humility, the power of habit, and self-respect. So according to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first proverb I have here says, "Binoba duobe, adaoroso." If the fire gets to the stew, it will burst into speech. Be number duobe, adaoroso. If the fire gets to the stew, it will burst into speech. So we all know that when cooking, um, when cooking anything, we put the pot on fire. We pour the whatever it is we want to cook into the fire. It takes a while before the heat gets to the contents of the pot. So in this case, when making stew, um, you blend the peppers and so on and so forth, depending on whatever method you use to cook your stew. You pour the the puree into the pot, turn on the fire, and after a while, the stew starts bubbling up. So in other words, this proverb is likening something, anything, to this incident of it takes a while for the heat to make the stew to literally start talking. So what I can decipher from this proverb is basically saying um, if the excitement is strong enough, all forms of quietness or shyness or introvertiveness would disappear. So, of course, we all know introverts and extroverts. Um, for introverts like myself, it takes something to get us talking. So, even if we're in the midst of our friends, long-time friends, it could still take something to get us into that flow of the conversation. It could be with colleagues or co-workers or new friends or whatever the case may be. So, everyone has their own settings where they would no longer be shy in a social situation. So this proverb is basically likening or using an analogy of cooking stew. You turn on the fire, it takes a while to get the stew boiling, literally talking. So, binoba duombe, ada so. If the fire gets to the stew, it will burst into speech. So the second proverb I have here says, biko sakopo. Were it not for the fact that they were transported together, what would a goat want in the chicken stall? Because si akopo, kilewurewa de iswadiye. 
Were it not for the fact that they were transported together, what would the goat want in the chicken stall? So this, um, again, another traditional Yoruba um, analogy saying chickens and goats, they are domestic animals, they are farm animals, but they don't necessarily get along with each other. First of all, there are two different types of animals. One is a bird, the other one is a mammal. Um, they both do different things. Chickens do chicken stuff, goats do goat stuff. They don't necessarily like to hang out with each other, not even in form of like a symbiotic relationship and so on. So now when you want to transport your farm animals, chickens have chicken coops, goats not so much. So to save space in your truck or whatever you're using to transport your animals, you put your chickens in the coop and the extra coops, you stuff the goats inside for the sake of transporting them. So now this proverb is now saying that necessity brings together people who would otherwise have nothing to do with one another. If not for the fact that they were transported together, what would a goat possibly want in the chicken stall? Of course, necessity makes that happen. So, and we see this everywhere in daily life. Some people would otherwise not be found within 2,000 feet or 2,000 miles of certain people. But then, of course, necessity makes that happen every now and then. They have to swallow their pride and get along with these people. They would not be caught dead hanging out with because of necessity. So this can be interpreted in so many different ways. We shouldn't look down on anybody. We shouldn't have inferiority complex or superiority complex and so on and so on. However, these things happen. And Yoruba proverbs are basically reminding us that be careful of where you find yourself. You might be forced to interact with people you would never interact with. It could be you that is on the other end of this situation or relationship and so on. Either way, we should be self-aware enough to understand the positions we find ourselves and act accordingly. If not for the fact that they were transported together, what would a goat want in the chicken stall? So the third proverb I have here says, Because the third proverb if not for a person with filthy habits, who would wake up early in the morning and not wash his or her face? If not for a person with filthy habits, who would wake up early in the morning and not wash his or her face? So, of course, we see this everywhere but literally and figuratively. Some people wake up, especially during these times of work from home, and maybe they wake up late, and then they have to get on the Zoom call. And at least in my own experience, it's obvious some people are literally just waking up from their bed and jumping on the Zoom call. On the other hand, some other people do it, but then it's not noticeable. So what makes the difference between these two sets of people? Some people have a habit of just being aware of how they look 
in terms of how clean they present themselves. Whether you're on Zoom call or you're meeting someone physically, if it's a habit that you should take care of your physical appearance, it will become second nature. And even if you did not have a chance to shower or get dressed as you would want to, simply because it's a habit, the things that would be like the basic minimum that you are doing would make you appear like someone who took one hour to get ready. So in other words, like I said, but literally and figuratively, people who have certain types of behaviors would be would betray themselves by those habits. And people who know they have those types of behaviors, but they, they are self-conscious enough to form the habits that would mask those not-so-nice behaviors would get along well with other people, would present themselves in a more positive light, even though their default is to portray this negative aspect of themselves. But then they would develop habits that would help them to minimize their weaknesses and magnify their strengths. If not for a person with filthy habits, who else would wake up early in the morning and not wash his or her face? So the fourth proverb I have here says, If a tiger has been ill for three years, is it now a monkey that one cent to check on him? If a tiger has been sick for three years, is it now a monkey that one cent to check on him? Of course, this is a rhetorical question. Um, again, Yoruba Proverbs, um, analyzing a deep scenario by presenting analogies with animals, once again. So, tiger has been ill for three years. Someone should go and check on the tiger. So now we decide to send the monkey. No, the monkey would not be able to come back to give us the feedback on how the tiger is doing. Tiger would see the monkey as, okay, I need to use my Tylenol, so this is some food to eat and then take my medicine. So, in other words, even though we may be down on our luck, there are still some propositions that we would consider not engaging in. So in this case, the monkey is probably not fond of being sent on this errand. It's not even something to contemplate. There's so many ways to interpret this particular proverb. And I think it's in the previous episode where I mentioned something about the tick on the nose of the fox and then you're asking the chicken to go peck the tick. Of course, the fox would eat the chicken. So, If a tiger has been sick for three years, is it now a monkey that one cents to check on him? And then the last proverb I have here says, It is by its flight that the parrot proves itself to be a formidable bird. It is by its flight that the parrot proves itself to be a formidable bird. So if 
someone mentions the word parrot, the first thing that comes to most people's mind is a bird that can talk. Sometimes it's colorful, depending on the age and so on. But then if you say parrot, and we even use the word to describe talkative people. However, the parrot is also known to be a bird that can fly and is so majestic when you see, whenever you see a parrot flying, which most people don't see a parrot flying, unless of course you watch some YouTube videos. So a parrot is actually known to be a bird that can fly so majestically and sometimes even more majestic than eagles and falcons and so on. So in this case, we see that, wow, a parrot is actually this big bird that is so strong and the wingspan is even bigger than certain eagles' wingspans and so on. But we wouldn't know that until we see a parrot flying. The first thing that comes to many people's minds about parrots is that they can talk, they can mimic you talking, they can memorize certain words and so on and so forth. So in other words, we show our quality through our visible, obvious accomplishments. Just like the parrot, the parrot can talk, but then that's what many people know about the parrot. They actually don't know that the parrot can fly in terms of even food. They can crack nuts that most other animals cannot crack with their beak. They are so strong and they, they can fly for long hours. And it's just so many things majestic about the parrots. But then all we know about them is they can talk. And we use that characteristics of parrots in usually negative ways. You see a person as a talkative, you liken them to a parrot, basically. So again, we show our quality through our accomplishments. Um, a lot of people are underestimated because they are overlooked. They are, people judge them by what they see at first sight. And introverts, like I like to categorize myself, we fall into that category all the time. People don't realize certain things that introverts can do because they don't exactly say that as the first thing they can do. They don't exactly show it until they are put in a situation where they are comfortable enough to then share their other abilities and so on. Be of info. Laughing more like It is by its flight that the parrot proves itself to be a formidable bird. So that's all I have for this episode 35 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Thanks for listening. The Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowele Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemi Ologunde. Senior producer Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers Olufolani Ologunde and Tobilaba Ologunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bidemi at bidemiologunde.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so. 
Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.